This is an Ion Annapolis bonus podcast. You know, it's funny. We talk to businesses all the time, but uh, with our local business spotlights, and we've actually talked to two thirds of our guests today, but we thought we wanted to mix it up and talk to a business association. Um, and we're here with Jared Littman, Jennifer Balducci, and Faye Curry from Arundel Federal Savings Bank with SOFO, which is south of Forest Drive. And it's the business association that represents the area of Annapolis. Um, I would like to say it's West Annapolis, but it's really not because West Annapolis is its own thing. But it's Forest Drive from up, I guess, about Reva Road. From Route 2. Um, all the way down. All the way down. So basically all of Old Forest Drive, Forest Drive, everything along it, down to Bay Ridge. Well, that voice that just came in is Jennifer Balducci, and she is one of the co-owners of one period, physical fitness. And we did speak with you on a local business spotlight. I do remember in the midst of COVID, we did it on a a big Zoom call and you had Christina in one room and you in another room (laughs) and me across town. And you are still the president of SOFO? Yeah. So um, we have kind of taken um, a a look at how we do things. I was president of SOFO for six years and we have decided kind of going forward that we'd like to split the duties and have um, things kind of broken up so that we can share responsibilities um, and um, make it more manageable um, just with, you know, how we've grown and there's a lot more that we do and that we're involved in. And so we're trying to make it so that everyone gets uh, more of a say and how we do things and it's not just one person pulling all the shots it was a long year of being president wasn't yes, it <laughs> a really long era <laughs> it was, I, a, was it an interim president for was, about six yes, years when i when i when i first decided uh that i would kind of do it temporarily i said okay i'll do it for six months that turned into six years so and that's <laughs> that's when are. everybody else in line took one step <laughs> one back and step jennifer back. was you got it you got it john front. that's exactly was, right uh, we've been, very, we've been <laughs> very fortunate she has but we're here with, with jared Lipman, who's also the owner of uh, not also but he's the owner of kmb true value hardware and you are one of the founding members of sofo where did it come from? I mean, we have business associations. Most people may know the Annapolis Business Association, which is defunct now, but uh, somewhat replaced by the Downtown Annapolis Partnership. But SOFO tends to be a little bit lesser of a known one. Um, and this area... Hopefully, hopefully that's less so now, but you're probably right. Yeah. Um, but this is also a, I don't want to say ignored, but a sort of a lesser known corridor. Lower profile. That has absolutely everything you could possibly could need. I mean, I live down here in this area, and I mean, honestly, there is no reason to go, eh, maybe there's one or two things, but it's got everything. Um, but how did how did SOFO come about? So it was, I can't even remember how long ago, but it was, it was before on the council, so probably around t- 2010, somewhere around there or so. There were three uh, women who were uh, business owners. There was... Um, Lisa Knoll from the Bay Weekly. There was a woman who owned the old bird center in uh, Clock Tower. And then uh, there was a, a third woman whose name and business uh, was escaped me. She, and she wasn't owner. She was part of a, the company that was building the houses behind uh, uh, Village Green area. And so they had been talking about uh, putting together a business association. I had expressed interest and someone knew of my interest and their interest. And so the four of us started talking. I don't remember exactly the details, but their thinking was that it should be from fire station to fire station on either end of Forest Drive. And that's how um, the SOFO name came 
in being. Um, as SOFO has grown and we've extended all the way to parole, it's now really all of Forest Drive Business Association, but we, of course, didn't change the name uh, to reflect uh, the expanding community. It was a shared desire by the business owners to engage with the community and other business, business owners to engage either with the city or engage for community service and collectively see how we could improve our community. And I think, too, that this corridor was really, we were kind of ignored. Um, we weren't included in, in any other the other business associations, and so our voice was not really being heard. Um, so it was, it was really terrific that they did that. And to that point, Jen, thank you. The, the Forest Drive corridor touches almost all the wards in the city of Annapolis, except for wards 8 and 1 and 2. So it's really three through seven that Forest Drive impacts. And so we felt like, you know, we should have a voice on city council and in other matters in our community. Well, Annapolis does a good job of marketing downtown and Eagle exactly. Alley. And I mean, okay, there, there is no body of water running through the middle of things where Travis Pastrana can jump over or anything like that <laughs> here on, on Forest Drive. And, you know, you are really sort of flanked all up and down Forest Drive by a number of, we'll say bedroom communities. People are taking this road to get in and out of town and they've got their own things that are going on there. So that's that's your own challenges, but the area is really growing as well. Yeah, and yeah we're the meat and potatoes of Annapolis, John, is how we like to consider our corridor. Well, you, you really are. I mean, you look at what's coming in down off of Edgewood Road. I mean, there's a new housing community that's going in down there. You've got Bay Village, which is building a uh, multi-story um, senior thing. You've got the village at Providence Point, which will ultimately, despite some people's <laughs> you know consultations, will get done. And you've got um, Parkside Preserve right over here as well that are just ones that come to top of mind. I'm sure there's probably some smaller ones. And this is just becoming a really critical place for, for residents, um, let's face it, Tillman Garage is going down. City Dock is getting repaired. People are going to be like, ooh, do I want to go downtown? But you've got SOFO. You've got, I mean, I, I looked at some of the businesses that we've talked with on the local business spotlights before, and we've got a lot of lot of the members. I mean, Annapolis Sailing School, Yacht, Annapolis Yacht Sales, Bayridge Wine and Spirits. We've talked certainly with K&B True Value. We've talked with one physical therapy. We haven't gotten to a Rundle Federal Savings <laughs> Bank yet. Um, Spin Sheet, Francis Marketing, uh, Gateway Florist. We're going to talk with Donna to see if we can uh, talk with her soon. But the list goes on. And as I looked at this, I'm going, why do I leave my house? <laughs> well, that's the heart and soul of what Annapolis is. Every business that's in the SOFO community. We have so diverse sailing, marine, that is who we are. So we are the place to be in this corridor to do your business. True. Absolutely. Well, what, what does it take to be a member of? We, we make it very easy. <laughs> We are hundred bucks in an agreement. A <laughs> hundred bucks, and uh, you're officially a member. So we we like we encourage people um, to be a part of what we do and to voice opinions and to participate. Um, we have tons of things that folks can get involved in or not. Um, they can you know just spend their hundred bucks. But we really we prefer for people to be active members um, and to help us to make a difference in our community. One of the amazing things that Jen has done is really grown our footprint and the community, not just by extending to Forest Drive, but even to non-business owners. And so people who were just engaged and interested in the Forest Drive corridor. So now there's uh, some residents or you might say customers or community groups that are all welcome to be uh, members of the SOFO organization. 
Well, that really leads me into what I'm saying. I mean, I, as I look at this group of people amassed here, I mean, you guys are hearts and souls of the community. I mean, you're always giving back. I mean, Faye and I sit on a board with Annapolis High School to work with the kids at the, their signature program. Uh, well, sticking in the school thing, Jared, you do your cash for kids. Uh, cash for schools. Cash for schools. Okay. Yeah. We, we get the brand. We, we, the we, brand we give right. the money to but the schools, you know, every, not the kids. Every, every, every fall. And this, I mean, Although you, cash you've, for kids sounds really great. <laughs> but but you, you've given $30,000 a year for several years to the PTAs of the, of the schools. It's, right about, it's approaching $100,000 over the course of the program. Yeah, right here in our community, though. And I mean, Jennifer, you're always out there. I know that, and SOFO as an organization, has turned around and done an awful lot. I mean, you had, and I'll say it, you had that god-awful fence in front of Annapolis Middle School that looked like hell. That is absolutely gorgeous now. And somebody turned around. Now, who who was responsible for that? Jen. Yeah, so I used to tell the story that, you know, I, I lived and worked along this corridor since I've been in Annapolis, and I drove by that fence every day for 17 years, and for the life of me, I couldn't figure out why there was barbed wire on the top of a fence that basically did nothing. Um, so I started asking questions and seeing who the fence belonged to, and nobody knew. Um, so we said, oh, well, I guess we're going to do what we want with it. <laughs> um, so we made it better. And how did, how did that work? That's artwork from... Yeah, yeah, that's actually one of our signature projects. Um, and um, that was um, a group effort. Um, Lori Stout is a big part of SOFO, um, and she's been instrumental in um, providing the inspiration for what we were going to do with that fence, because we weren't really sure in the beginning. We knew we wanted to clean it up. We were talking about, should we just take it down? Um, but then we you know, were talking, and um, Lori said, well, what about if we put art on it? Um, we'll get you know local artists to create the art. We'll get local school groups, um, kids, to paint the artwork um, and then install it and then associate a water experience with um, the art. So if kids are, you know, painting starfish or or uh, seahorses, um, they can get out on the water and, you know, and kayak or sail or, you know, we provide water experiences with different groups as well. So it's been a really an awesome program. It is a beautiful fence, actually, as, uh, as far as chain link fences go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I mean, you look at art in Annapolis and public art in Annapolis generally in the last uh, certainly four to probably more closer to eight years has really expanded. And you sit there and you look, I mean, you know, I think probably Gavin Buckley was probably a little bit of a catalyst when he painted the front of Tsunami. Um, but you, you look at the statues that are around there and the, the murals and Forest Drive, as you guys had mentioned, was just not the most attractive way in and out. I mean, it reminds me, it doesn't remind me of, but I mean, it's like Philadelphia when you right. fly into the airport. I mean, you, you go past the, the oil fields and the, the junkyards to get into a, a beautiful city. And you've done a wonderful job with that. Yeah. And that was kind of the thought. We were hoping to kind of beautify our corridor in whatever way, small ways that we could. So um, one of uh, Jen's many accomplishments is getting rid of a couple of those signs that were just falling apart and just looked horrible as in, in disrepair. And uh, she was effective in getting those signs repaired. Sofo had has planted uh, flowers along the corridor, have removed leaves and weeds, removed the uh, the barbed wire from the fence, painted the fence, added artwork, and then there's the uh, SOFO, uh, SOFO HOHO, I meant to say, uh, which is a wonderful project that Jen and Lori have spearheaded as well. In addition to David Malberger with Baywood Ron and Spirits, worked with um, then BB&T to get our sign there. That was an intense effort 
to make that happen so we could be noted like any other community in Annapolis and association. The beautiful sign right there on that corner that's tells right, the right story. Right at the corner of Hillsmere and Forest and it's, it's, it, that's the intersection right. has like five different intersections, yeah. five and, different names. Yeah. And it's exciting to see. We were so excited the fact that we had been working together to make this community noticed and this group noticed and it, the sign happened. And it was years, I would say, and yourself too, Jared, you work with that as well to make that happen. So I, I really give kudos to Dave and working with a big company to make that happen so we could be recognized. Well, there, there are a lot of events that you guys also do. I mean, Jared, you mentioned the Ho-Ho, Sofo Ho-Ho. Yep. Yes. Yep. And that does, does not roll off the tongue, but, that's, <laughs> but, it, but it rhymes. But what, explain what that is. Well, Sofo Ho-Ho is... Uh, us business community coming together for um, kids that are disadvantaged. Um, we were fortunate to partner with St. Mary's Choir and the local fire department. The firefighters were right there with us enjoying it when the people were dropping off gifts from the community. Every individual business that we could was a drop-off location and we have how many tons of gifts would you say and yeah. then collectively yeah, that's been one of our projects um, really from the start of SOFO. So that was, you know, when I first signed on, that was already a signature project. And um, it's really evolved over the years. And, you know, during COVID, we had to change how we did things, but we still made it work. And yeah, we've been able, and all of the toys that we collect stay in the community. So they're given back to the elementary schools right here in um, along Forest Drive. See, again, you guys are just right about the community, though. Which is nice. I mean, there's so many business associations that are strictly about the bo their bottom line and moving out. And, they, and, and honestly, no business would exist without the surrounding community to support them. Exactly. Um, you know, I mean, I'm not uh, in need of physical therapy at this point, but I know, you know, at, at some point if I would, I uh, am in need of something that the hardware store I'm in K&B, you know, and certainly with banking with Arundel Federal Savings Bank. Arundel Federal is actually one of the few um, community banks that are like left in Annapolis. So they're getting harder to harder to find. So <laughs> in, they, thank you, Jim. They, 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 they really are. And, you know, this not here, but when I was up in Pennsylvania uh, in college, I got my Sears credit card and they said that, you know, you could put. $18 million on pay $15 a month for the rest of your kids and your grandkids life. At, at a great interest rate, I'm uh, sure. Oh, oh yeah, no. I, well, Sears, that was the most popular product they sold for so many years was the credit card, bar anything. But my, my credit was absolutely destroyed coming out of college. And when I went to buy my first house, it was a local community bank that looked, basically they laughed. <laughs> and then they said, look, okay, you're here, we're a community bank. What we'll do is typically, we, and I, you know, who, who knew, we sell mortgages. He said, we'll hold this mortgage in-house. But we want to make sure that you bank with us. So you, if you commit to bank with us, uh, as little as it was when I, you know, um, we'll, hold, we'll hold your mortgage and we'll do it at a fair, reasonable interest rate. Well, in 2008, we started a bank on Forest Drive. It was called Annapolis Community Bank with uh, uh, my then mentor and continued mentor, though he's retired, Eric Edstrom. And we started that bank right there um, where it's now the Anne Arundel County Clinic or that's uh, right across from um, the clock tower place right correct correct yeah. uh, actually i think it is associated with um the hospital so it might be luminous at this right. point i'm not certain but we started a bank there and the goal was to be exactly what you said the bank to go to in the community 
there's a need for every type of banking, but the small mom and pop shots needed that type of banking. And we joined SOFO because one of the board of directors said it's the right thing to do. And that's, I've long since been a part of it because of the fact that we've helped kids that needed coats um, right here in Bay Ridge Gardens. We are constantly thinking of where can we fit in and provide a need. So for that $100, you get that feel-good feeling that you're helping your community and you're supporting your neighbors. So that's what that $100 brings you as being a member of SOFO. And yeah. I, I do infomercials for it all the time, and I know I'm biased, <laughs> but Jen has, and people like Jared, and people like the many others that you see on the website help us grow and my goal is to knock door to door you're a new business or old business please come be a part of SOFO because we're here to promote the success of the community and we will help your business in a networking arena like no other we're going to be the association uh, of the area we've grown from not being known to now we're forced to be reckoned with would you say jared in the city they know about us they know who we are and when we have business needs or they're there to answer our questions because SOFO needs to be addressed. And that's the great thing about being a part of SOFO. Well, I will say, too, the options for community involvement are pretty great here, more so than any other places of the city, because, you know, within our own community, we've got incredible opulence and we've got borderline, you know, well, and poverty. And a real need, yeah. Um, and and there, there is a need. And you do an outstanding job of bringing people together. I know during the summer there's nothing happening here in February, but um, over at the uh, shopping center, you do the movie nights. Exactly. Oh, yep. wow. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, which are funny. I know Jared rolls out his popcorn machine. And <laughs> <laughs> Jen, you want to discuss what you do yeah, for movies? Yeah, that, that's been actually a, one of our newer projects um, uh, that's been really fun to do. Uh, again, just because there really wasn't anything going on in our corridor uh, to bring the community together outside of you know what we do um, as businesses. But I wanted to have a free event that we could give back to the community. So we show movies outside uh, during the summer once a month and we have live local music and everything is is free to anyone who wants to come. Um, so we love doing that and it's just a nice way to get out, get to know your neighbor and a nice way for us to be able to give back. You know, it's funny, you talked about, you know, once a month and live free local music. And one thing, if... Um you know, if I could talk to like somebody that's in the know, maybe like maybe the next mayor or something like that, that I would love to think about the live free local music that we have here. What a great marketing plan for the whole city to say between Memorial Day and Labor Day, there's not a night barring weather yep. that you can't go someplace in Annapolis to yep. see live free music. Exactly. Because they fight about each other. I mean, you've got the city dock has things and the Maritime Museum has something and the town center has something and quiet waters and they fight for nights. I'm like, Divvy up the nights because think what a, think what visit Annapolis could do to sit there and say hey what's there to do tonight exactly you know, I mean I may not like country but I can go see it yep yep and uh, you know you could take all that business away from Ocean City <laughs> <laughs> you don't have sand in your butt or anything right? <laughs> no. I think one of the overarching points at least for me is that it's hard to do any of these things alone whether you want to give back to the community or engage or have a fun night it's hard to do anything these things alone so if you join a business association like SOFO you get to work with great people like uh, Faye and Jen and, and the other people in the organization and you have so much more ability to get things accomplished and to have a voice um, whether if you're talking to your elected officials
individuals. You can go up as an individual and say, you should do this. But if you go up and say, I represent uh, 50 businesses who serve the entire corridor, and we all think you should do this, you're going to have a much uh, more heard voice. And I think that's what... Um, well, I mean, and to, to your point, I'll pick on you again in your, um, your program that you run in the fall. I mean, you've partnered with Seoul. You've partnered with Bayridge Wine and Spirits, and you've partnered with Lido Pizza, all right. businesses right here in this corridor. Exactly. So, yeah, the Cash for Schools, used to, when it was just us um, doing a loan, we were raising $10,000 a year, which is great. Nothing to sneeze at, by part. but by partnering with these other businesses, we've grown that from 10000 to 30000 per year. And, you know, what a, what a much bigger impact that has. What is not in SOFO? What, what, what business do we need to see in SOFO? Oh, you know, I feel like... There's not a Hooters. I did notice that. <laughs> there is not a Hooters. Yeah. Um, what I would love to bring to this corridor is a really great local mom and pop coffee shop. So, John, if you can make that happen, we would love that. So, we have we have chains. We have, you know, Dunkin' Donuts and a Starbucks. But I really would love to see... A mom right, and pop we did. We did lose shop. Zoo we Coffee. Lost zoo. Yeah, what about so a great deli? We've lost a few delis yeah. over the yeah, years. Yeah. That would be a great idea. Great, yeah. Great yeah, local restaurants, family owned. Well, I do think that a catalyst for this area too was when um, the Smokehouse moved in. Probably about seven, eight years. No, they're they're a little longer than that. They're like eleven years ago, um, and. I mean, you know, the Mexican cafe moved out mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, that moved in and, and that really sort of, hey, let's go over to here, which is really kind of nice. Yep. Um, yeah. I think what, one thing that came out of the uh, city's sector study of Forest Drive is just how many people view Forest Drive for different purposes, whether it's a, a should be a super highway to get from one end to the other, whether it should be a meandering uh, walkway with bikes and and uh, more of a local community in that sense. Um, but I, what came out of it was just so many people had different visions and none of them were wrong, of course, but it's such a multi-purpose sector versus just any one thing that downtown might be more known for. It is, it, it, it truly, it truly is. Um, well, I mean, you talked about the business that you like, like a deli and a home, homegrown coffee shop. Is there anything, I mean, I jokingly say there's nothing that I can't get here for the most part. I mean, I, I, you jokingly told me, Jared, that I can't buy lumber at your place. So <laughs> Very you'll, 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 you'll give me, give me, give up to Home Depot for that if I need, if I, if I need it. But, um, you know, there's very, very little uh, you yeah, know, if, we if, actually, I, if I have a yacht, I'm good. <laughs> right, right. Well, and we didn't talk about it too much, but we actually even have um, a local church that is a part of SOFO. So Heritage Baptist is um, part of the organization, and they do a food bank every week on Tuesdays. They've done it all through COVID um, and, and before. Um, obviously, it's grown more during COVID um, because of the need. And we have, you know, members that have volunteered all through this whole thing. Um, Andrew Parks from Sam's on the Waterfront. He's been there every Tuesday helping out. So we're really blessed to have, you know, just a, a very, like Faye said, a very diverse community here. Um, and they're all represented in different ways along the SOFA corridor. Faye has also taken the lead uh, as being our growth ambassador. And, <laughs> and so uh, do you have anything to add that you would want people to be attracted to or join SOFO for? Well, we've mentioned how we can be a force to recommend, reckon with in the city, but we also help each other. If, if you need a need, I can go to Main and Market. 
Um, and if they have a banking question, whether they bank with me or not, um, I'm a resource. So we're resources to each other's within the association. And that's what I think any person that would join SOFO would recognize. It's kind of a good family environment and we want you to succeed and the goal is to be a part of us so we can help promote you to succeed in whatever business you're in. So that's what I would offer as well. That's very, very important to be a part of SOFO and um, we are a resource, whatever, there's a difficulty in your business, to have a conversation with other business owners right there at a meeting and maybe we can help you with that. And that's, nowadays, that's good to have an re extra resource. Absolutely. And also, right there's now. so much information that gets disseminated from the city and the county, um, and we're really great at getting that information to our members. Um, it's hard as an individual to sort through, you know, all of that stuff that comes, you know, or maybe that you've missed or that you're not a part of. We get so much information passed on to us that we can then share with our members. And that, I think, was integral in navigating during the pandemic especially, um, you know, being a part of this organization was, I feel like a lot of our members were able to get on board with a lot of things really quickly. Um, and a perfect example are the, you know, the tents, whether you love them or hate them, you know, as soon as, you know, originally they, we had the tents and then they had to be taken down. And then, you know, with the last surge, we were able to get the tents back up and two SOFO businesses were, you know, both um, Made in Market and Grumps were able to get their tents up immediately and that was because you know we were able to get that information to them very quickly in real t in real time it's, it's i mean it's not obviously there's a networking element to this but i mean there, as Faye mentioned the the resource is really huge for that what separates a business association like sofo from the Anne Arundel chamber or a chamber of commerce. Well, the chamber I feel like is is really super helpful for networking. Um, they they throw great events. That's a great way to to meet other businesses within the whole county. Um, but Sofo is just more uber local. Um, these are your neighbors, literally. Like you know, you could knock on your your neighbor's door next door, and they are going to be a part of the organization. So I feel like it's just a way for us to help each other on a much more local level, um, and then also to make a, a much more of a greater impact in our local it's like a, a micro community here I would say I'd say there's another um, I haven't been to I've been to a few chamber events and I'd say one distinguishing element is although SOFO is a business organization and we sometimes talk about our business there's very little um, hey come use my business or you know I'm trying to get your money out of my business it's really not the focus of SOFO at all and I have felt that more at com uh, Chamber of Commerce events and I don't mean that in a negative way but I felt like chamber events were more business networking. You went there to grow your business. Whereas SOFO is more of an organization that you grow to be more invested in a part of your community and to uh, collaborate for the better of the community as a whole. Exactly. That's Very great, well that's, said, Jared. That's a great, that's a great perspective. That's a great perspective. Well, what's up? What's on the horizon for one physical therapy, anything new and exciting that we need to know? I mean, you guys are at 914 Bay Ridge Road. Yeah, yeah. We just completed eight years in business, so Yay. we're very excited. We're going on our ninth year now. We're still here, which are is you amazing. Are you, are you planning for that tenth year anniversary? I know we're gonna we're gonna have to try to do a party. I don't know. We'll see how things are going in another year. It might be an outside party, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
It'll definitely be a party. This, but... this, this COVID thing, this, this, this is just never a two-week sniffles. We'll yeah. be done with this yeah. at the, yeah, at the end of March. Um, but we're here to get you through it. You know, we're a great resource for, we continue to be a great resource for your health and for wellness um, in whatever way that you're looking for. So, um, you know, although we're physical therapy owned and operated, we can provide all the other services that you might need, um, whether it's massage or acupuncture, uh, Pilates, you know, we, we literally can do everything here. So, well, anybody that's listening, scroll back and go listen to the <laughs> podcast that we did with yep. uh, Christina and Jen back mm-hmm. in oh, COVID days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they all run together. <laughs> What's new with KMB True Value Hardware? Are you guys moving on, building bigger, better, anything? Uh, we've been in business now since 1974. So we're coming up on 50 years uh, around off. the corner. <laughs> <laughs> so Jared will be having a bigger party then. Right. You look so good, Jared. <laughs> Just, it's just something to look forward to. That's, that's all. right. And you started that when you were, what, eight? That's, that's that? amazing. What's that? 50 years, you said? Yeah, for the business. So you started yeah. that when you were eight. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's coming, I'm in year 18 personally, and so, which is it's so funny to me. Um, having done different things in my career, when I had, when I exceeded my prior careers by being in the hardware store, it was like, wow, you know, I had been a lawyer for eight, seven years is what I'm getting at. And so when I was at in eight years, like, wow, eight years, it's a long time. And now I'm like, not nah, 18 years. It's, it's a little <laughs> mind blowing sometimes. Um, but it's, uh, it's been a wonderful uh, additional career, second career, third career, whatever it is. Um, our plans for the future are continuing to grow our community engagement. We have a new general manager that I'm super excited about. If you all haven't met yet, come by and meet Gary. Uh, we continue to, uh, to rethink our footprint. Um, We are within a week or two from turning on a whole new set of solar panels that will increase our um, solar output from offsetting only 15%, which is what the uh, prior solar panels, our new solar panels are going to offset 100% of our electricity. Awesome. So we're really excited about that. And we're using Solar Energy Services. I've been uh, uh, really happy to, I know they're a community partner with you, John. Um, they've been a terrific company to work, uh, work with. So you know, we're always trying to think how we can continue to be better, um, be a better um, environmental steward, be a better resource for our, our community, our customers, and just be better. And an unsolicited customer tip: Go buy those little laundry strips. Those are pretty cool. They're like oh, eleven those bucks. Fast, eleven I, bucks in a box or something I like that. I am actually and you going to get mine right after this. Which tear is it so off funny. and drop it in. It's perfect it's to pack if you're going away. You don't need to the worry best. about the big jugs or anything like Saves that. Saves all the plastic. I, I appreciate that. And, that. and that's one of our constant goals is how can we, you know, like I said, be better. So when you buy a liquid laundry detergent, think of all that weight that has to be trucked from probably three or four or five locations until it gets to your home versus, yeah, like you said, without plastic, without shipping that water, just the environmental footprint of reducing the exhaust from getting it place to place. Yeah. Um, I, you know, we, we, we grow our, sorry to cut you off, John, but I just want to add one more thing. We've grown our online presence. And I just want to highlight for you, if you think about if you're buying something online on our website and then you come pick it up, you're avoiding all that extra packaging because I get it delivered to me in a big box with lots of other things and big totes. So you have very little wasted um, uh, packaging versus if you get it shipped to your house, all that extra gas that you're taking up and all that extra packaging you could avoid by just shopping local and you don't have to lose the convenience of being online. You know, it's funny, I spoke with a girl over a woman out on uh, the Eastern Shore called Refill Goodness the other day, and she was talking about, uh, you know, refilling jugs and stuff like that. And and you know, when you when you start to think 
about the supply chain and how something from Amazon gets delivered to me. And it's, it's really pretty amazing. Um, and, and one thing I do say about KMB True Value is for people is just to go in there and walk. Don't, maybe don't buy anything, but just walk the stores and the aisles and you'd be amazed at the stuff that you'll find in there and look hard, look hard. I mean, yeah, they got the hardware stuff. I mean, that's the obvious low hanging fruit, but uh, I buy all of my soap there for uh, Duke Cannon soap, which is like my girlfriend gave it to me about three years ago. And it was just, I'm like, wow, this is great. And then when I saw it over there, I'm like, okay, well now the hardware store is now my soap center. <laughs> I appreciate that. It is a, it's among the favorite phrases I hear at the store are one of of course, it's uh, this is my favorite store to shop at. I love hearing that. But two, it's you don't happen to have X Y Z, and I I could say yes, I do have X Y Z, <laughs> and so that's a wow, lot. I never thought you would have had that, or I've been everywhere, and I want to say, well, start with us next time, so you don't have to shop everywhere well, else. I've lived in two one four zero three all my life, and I knew when COVID hit, I knew Jared would have the right mask. I knew it because I knew he'd have those things that people were finding challenging to find i knew he'd have it and i'm Thank just you. speaking for the fact that that's what being a part of this end of uh annapolis there's a resource and i can't emphasize that enough and Thank also you. they have that great texting program where you oh. literally can text KB true value and ask do you have x y and z and you will get a response i text and ask for like lunch recommendations <laughs> <laughs> and you get a response don't you <laughs> <laughs> they do. Well, Arund Arundel Federal Savings Bank. What do we What do we need to know about Arundel Federal Savings? They've been around a hundred plus years. That's a great Where did community it get started? bank. It started in Brooklyn, right there. There's mm -hmm. still a location in Brooklyn, but uh, the headquarters is right on Crane Highway in Glen Burnie, and there are five locations. And we're still going strong right here in Sopo. And there's yes. there's no better feeling than knowing that your banker actually knows you. You know, you know, there's a, there's a, well, and you're not just a number let, and a bank let, account. Let's put it this way: is no better feeling than walk ha, seeing a banker. I mean, a lot of the big banks now are, are forgoing that. I don't even know if uh, you know Bank of America or Wells right. Fargo even have people in their these buildings right. anymore. I think it's just ATMs, right? Um, which is which is crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and there's so much that a bank can do when you. It, well, I mean, it's, it's joking about relationships and and everything else, but when you you get a banker that sits there and believes you. Hey, I've got a cocky mammy business idea and I can sit there and pitch it to you. Okay, I can go online and do it. And somebody be like, yeah, no, okay, the numbers don't work. Okay, but Faye, you could turn around and say, well, look, I know you, you've done this and you've done that. And the numbers may not look super, super strong, but we're willing to take, take a risk. And that's... I think person-to-person -person contact is valued now, even more so. Yeah, absolutely. And welcome. Well, and especially during COVID when, you know, small business was essentially shut down and we were looking ways to stay solvent. Um, it was the small community banks that came through time and time again versus the larger um, banks that, you know, only gave money to the larger corporations. So um, it was the local banks that really saved a lot of us. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, other than Going to a Rundle Federal Savings Loan and getting a home equity loan and then taking the money and going to KMB True Value and buying all the stuff you need to fix it up and then going to see Jen at One Physical Therapy to fix the back that you wrenched. 
doing the thing that you got at Jared's. <laughs> what, what do we need to know about uh, SOFO and, and you guys? Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, attend some of our events. We have we participate in the citywide uh, Greenscape events, the beautification events um, that happen twice a year. Come out, help us pick up some trash along Forest Drive or plant some, you know, beautiful bulbs or flowers. Um, we didn't talk about our triangle that we took over, um, you know, during this time period as well and, and really made Was it that like nice eminent domain? Um, that, you own it now? That, we own it. <laughs> totally, John. Yes. Uh, again, that was one of those things nobody knew whose responsibility it was. We put in lots of phone calls, you know, as a city, as this county, as a state. There was really nobody taking claim to that. So we just decided, well, we're just going to take it over and make it better. So um, it's really now it's a pretty little spot versus what it used to be, you know, overgrown and filled with trash. So. Um, and that triangle is that's going off of Forest Drive and yeah. to Bay Ridge, Bay Ridge to Bay Ridge yeah. and Hillsmere. Yep. If you're heading into downtown exactly. Annapolis. Exactly. In um, addition to beautification of the Robinwood sign, we've been a part of that area. Yeah. This mm -hmm. past year, we um, planted a bunch of pansies and cleaned up um, the area out front of Robinwood as well. SOFO has often had guest speakers, and we've had guest speakers from uh, Bay Ridge Gardens as well. And you mentioned like Scott Shelton uh, has brought in people as well. Um, people from the city, people from economic development with the city. So we, uh, at our monthly meetings or every other month meetings, we have guest speakers from different parts of life in Annapolis. That's been really helpful to educate us and, and educate their speakers too sometimes. You do meetings every other month, you said? I want to say that's, that's one up on the rotary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah. They, they keep telling me about these 7.30 a.m. every weekly meetings. Oh, like, wow. yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, we try not to make it too overwhelming. We know how busy everyone is, um, and we try not to, you know, bother folks with uh, unnecessary, you know, stuff. Well, I guess when, <laughs> when the S hits the fan, too, I mean, you're, you're prepared to, to get the message out to your members. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It may be. So. Exactly. Well, this is fantastic. I, you know, congratulations on eight years going on Thank 10. You. Congratulations on 49 <laughs> going into 50. And man, you guys are like ancient. <laughs> yes, yeah, Ronda Federal, but we're happy. Have you always been with the Ronda Federal? Um, I've actually been in banking since the mid 80s. Yes, I'm old. But um, <laughs> it's been exciting to be a part of different community banks. And um, I've been with them for two years. And we follow Faye. So wherever she goes, we go. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, you want to go check it out at sofoannapolis.com, and that's S-O-F-O. And But more than that, next time you're driving along Forest Drive Corridor, which includes like Edgewood Road and Old Forest Drive and that little dog leg there at Chinkapin Round Road, slow down and take a look at the businesses that are here. It also includes Hillsmere heading out toward uh, Quiet Waters, the shopping center there. Take a look. I mean, we've got Main and Market, outstanding catering, outstanding breakfast. We've got professional services. We've got, you know, banks. We've got retail. We've got restaurants. Uh, there's bars. I mean, it's there's so much here if you just stop and take a look as opposed to focusing to must get to Route 50. Um, exactly. And if you need anything at the hardware store, Avoid the place with the orange letters and go to the one with the red letters. <laughs> <laughs> the red letters Thank is the way to go. Thank you, John, for your time. We really appreciate it. No, this is great. Thank you guys very much. Thanks, John. Oh, thank appreciate you. your time. And look forward to working with you some more. This has been a bonus podcast from Ion Annapolis. Please visit us at ionannapolis.net. Follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at Ion Annapolis. 
And if you haven't subscribed to the Daily News Brief podcast, go for it. And all of your local news will be delivered to your phone, tablet, or smart device by 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday.